Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Local X Local. I almost just spilled my coffee all over myself. Um, great start. <laughs> I'm Shahed. Hi, nice to meet you guys. Thanks for joining. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time, we do this live interview show every Saturday at 3.30 p.m. And we you can catch all our previous episodes on anchor.fm slash local dash Bahrain or to simplify it for you just go on Spotify and look up local Bahrain or local x local um, so every week we have a new guest who is based in Bahrain who is thriving in their work they're very passionate about what they do and they're very inspiring to the community and we get to just discuss with them um, thanks Kai Cooper 87 you enjoy your day too thanks for tuning in um, so this week's guest is uh, Sandy Tom. She is the president of Bahrain Animal Rescue Center and formerly known as Tony the Dog Father Animal Rescue. Um, she is also a musician, so you may have caught her in the music scene or if you went out when there were events going on, you may have caught her uh, live performance. But we're going to discuss uh, her work in animal rescuing in Bahrain because what her shelter does and what all the other shelters in Bahrain do are very impactful, super important, and um, we're going to just discuss a bit with her to see like what her, what the daily life of a animal rescuer is. Um, so, if you guys have any questions for Sandy, drop them below. We'll get to them. Uh, in the meantime, I'm just gonna see if uh, Sandy has joined us. Yes, she has. And if anyone is uh, interested in animal rescuing, stay tuned and find out. Hi, Sandy. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining me today. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I wanted to jump right into it, Sandy. Uh, a few minutes ago, I mentioned that you're the president of BARC. Um, Bahrain Animal Rescue Center. Can you tell us about how you came about, um, you know, being the president of BARC? Um, yes. So I, I've done work all my life. And when I moved to, I asked, where do I go to go dog father? So basically I went down with Tony I was volunteering in my spare time and I you know I grew to really love the place. then um, there wasn't really a real plan what would happen to the shelter in the afternoon. and so I decided myself to, to try and take it over and do the best that I could while I was here. and that was Oh, now um, two and a half years, half years ago. So um, yeah, it's been a crazy journey since then. We've done a lot. We've accomplished a lot. Um, right. Very hard work. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Um, so, what are some of the things that you and the volunteers do on the daily at the shelter? Um, well, in the beginning, I was more in more hands-on there on a daily basis. Um, we have four full-time paid members of staff, 
So you have four salaries today. Um, the guys work from on top for seven. Um, and the volunteers, volunteers can do anything, you know, from from walking dogs or whatever. But hold on, Sandy. I'm sorry to interrupt, but apparently the connection's not very good. So let me try to put my um, speakers on. Maybe that will help with the the echo that people are hearing. All right. Can you hear me? that better yeah. I think it's better yeah okay um but for me I I take care of all the kind of high level stuff now so we're building another shelter for example um yeah. so that that's you know I'm overseeing that all the financial stuff I I, I deal with all the the vets bills <laughs> all the fun stuff um <laughs> you know and also just like on the bigger picture, you know, where we're making change, like CNR programs to, right. to you know, bring the population down, um, getting treatment room in the shelter, you know, um, we've, I've created relationships with international adoption partners, so for the dogs, you know, so this sort of high level stuff where the, the partnerships and, and, and all, the, all those things are concerned. Um, you know, and basically just um, also the entry and the exit of all the animals, you know, so the adoption process is um, quite, it's quite a, a thorough process. And, you know, we've, we've put that in as well to make sure the dogs and the cats go to the right homes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it, we've, it's really been a lot of structural work, you know, just actually creating a structure for an organization that everybody has a template they can follow, you know. So, yeah. um, so, so now that's all kind of in place. I sort of, I sort of took took a back seat in terms of the day to day running, um, and you know I'm concentrating on more kind of creating bigger partnerships and obviously the sustainability financially as well is huge. You know that's a that's a big issue. So, right, yeah. So that's all the things that I deal with. Um, and so how many? cats and dogs are at the shelter right now and how many do you would you say you guys have um, you know saved um in in total just so people get an idea right now we have around 600 residing at the shelter but that's Crazy. 600 um in the shelter in foster care um and then also we, we had to put dogs into kennels recently especially in the last six months because of COVID, the flights were grounded and where we would ordinarily send maybe something like 10 to 20 dogs a month to Canada. We've sent none. <laughs> so we've got like 50 dogs waiting to travel right, right. now. So um, yeah, about 600, which is about 100 more than what we would have had normally because we would normally have them leaving a lot quicker. But because of COVID, it's, it's been really challenging you know to have them stuck here and grounded in Bahrain so yeah hopefully next month is it seems like there's some good news and I'm thinking like maybe 17 dogs are yeah. going to get to the UK next month amazing yeah so it's going to be it's going to be so nice it's so nice to see them leave in the kindest possible way you know when they get to their new homes yeah I bet that's like a really fulfilling part of the work um, just seeing them go to their homes and getting those updates, like yeah. how happy they are. Absolutely. I mean, I foster personally, I foster entire litters of puppies, you know, so 
I've like brought them up from when they were little babies and then all there'll be like eight nine of them all leave to different homes you know and and yeah I mean now they're big dogs and running around in the fields so all the picking up poop and the everything you know the barking whatever it's all made it's all worth it in the end when it's yeah absolutely it's so rewarding to see how you can change their life you know like so dramatically from being born on the street to having the most amazing life you know so that's that's basically why i invest so much time into it because it's so good for the soul as well you know to yeah. see that type of to create that type of change absolutely and um part of the the work that you guys do there's a few factors of it one is like upkeep of shelter um you guys are you know always raising funds for like you were saying vet bills and food at the shelter um yeah. what's how do you guys deal with strays um what's what's important in in uh, your rescuing with strays so with strays i mean we go into the stray communities primarily to do to catch them and to neuter and spay um yeah. but obviously at the same time we'll come across maybe particularly vulnerable particularly vulnerable or or scared or really like super friendly right. that could 100% be adopted and usually nine times out of 10 they don't go back <laughs> you know so the ones that you know they come off the street and you know that they're they could absolutely find a home um they they don't they don't leave so um it's only the really feral dogs that will return and obviously we want to improve their environment that they're going back to you know so we've started thing yeah. like for example we created a the first version of a refillable water station so we're yeah yeah you know these are all like projects that we have going on because we obviously want them to go back into a decent environment um but yeah i mean I, I, you know the shelter is full of of street dogs and street cats and of course there are purebred dogs as well and people who maybe have abandoned their pets or whatever but you know it's 75% of it is street stray dogs and they're just trying to they were just changing their lives, you know, but all my dogs are, are rescued off the street, you know? Yeah. And they're all absolutely lovely. So would you say that's the common way you guys receive animals is the, you know, from the street or how, what are other ways that, you know, animals are coming to your door? Yeah. Uh, just that question there. The shelter is in uh, SAR. Um, you can look it up Bahrain animal rescue center and you can adopt if you go to the Instagram page, Bahrain Animal Rescue Center, just do a message, DM us, and somebody will get back to you and, and send you a little form to fill in for ad adoption. Um, sorry, I forgot what you said. No, it's all good. Um, how, do, how do animals come? Like, how do you guys receive animals? Sure. I mean, a, a lot of it is um, people finding straight. Like, recently, you know, somebody came with a box with three kittens and she found them on the street and she didn't know what to do you know sometimes sometimes actually by accident people will take them away from their mother which is not mm. a good um but yeah you know that was at nine o'clock two nights ago you know three kittens in a box um some people do that because you know they'll find them on the street and they think they want to do the right thing so but they don't necessarily 
you know, they just leave them sitting at the door. Or um, we find that a lot. We actually had a cat in a, in a box, a closed box, and the word cats written on top of it, left at the gate. Um, and a lot of it is um, also like strays that are being hit by cars or have had an accident or they've been attacked by another pack of dogs. And so that, you know, yeah. people find them, they, they rescue them, they tell us, they bring them to the vet then of course we have to suck up nine times out of ten the financial cost of fixing them you know which could be anything like five six hundred bd to do surgery on a dog's leg for example um and then we'll take them in you know so that's that's obviously very common too um and if we if somebody finds say a litter of puppies um we had a, a company call us who found had ten orphaned puppies in their home and you know we have to take them so we take them um and that's it you've inherited 10 10 dogs like in a heartbeat (laughs) (laughs) so this is the this is the challenge really um sometimes people do surrender their animals their pets um you know they they personal circumstances or whatever just they don't work and so we've taken in very domesticated dogs and cats as well, which is a shame because for them, it's like really a shock to the system yeah. to go into a shelter. Whereas for a street dog to come off the street into a shelter, it's like paradise, you know? So they they have, have a very different experience, you know, depending on their circumstances. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, there's a lot of overbreeding here. So we end up with a lot of Shih Tzus, um, Huskies as well, you know, just from breeders or pit bulls that are being sold for to, to, to purposefully breed. We'll actually go out of our way to just buy them so that we can prevent them from having right. more puppies. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of challenges in that regard with the laws that are not in place here, you know, so that's also kind of a battle as well. Right. And um, for people who are asking where the shelter is, uh, again, Google Bark or Bahana Animal Rescue Center. But regarding that, can people come and visit or do they need to DM first at, you know, um, with COVID? It's uh, because of COVID and everything, it's better to set up an appointment with somebody specific. Um, but yeah, if you, if you send a DM through to the Bark's Instagram, then somebody will, will no doubt meet because we're all absolutely jumping at the bit when somebody actually comes along and says they want to adopt <laughs> yeah you know we just want to get them out of the shelter and that's that's a rule as well that we've we've put in place where we really ideally want to have them leave with no within a year that's that's the general rule of thumb that nobody stays for any longer than a, than a year right um how did covid um you know did, did anyone start adopting more? Did people start adopting more during COVID or was there? Um... Yeah, we, we actually had a surge of fosters, which was nice. Um, Working from home. Yeah, exactly. People were in a position to foster. So they, they fostered a lot of dogs let out to foster, um, which was really great. That was the one silver lining of the whole situation, you know? Right. Um, Yes, and some are still in foster. They've been there for many months now. So that was really good because the the surge of animals during that time was quite dif- 
quite difficult to deal with. So it was really nice that the community sort of helped out, you know? Yeah. And for those who don't know, uh, can you elaborate a bit on what fostering is? Fostering is just taking care of a dog or a cat until they um, eventually find their, their forever home. And because we have got such good relationships with um, international organizations in the UK, in particular in Canada, a lot of the dogs we can foster out have already got guaranteed homes, you know. So it's just literally now a case of waiting for flights to resume um, to be able to get that volume of dogs out of the shelter, you know. So, um, but yeah, fostering is great, though. It's really great for people if you are not willing to commit or you don't want to commit or you're not sure if you want a dog or a cat. Um, to, so to foster is a really good way of kind of gauging that as well. Right. And uh, it also helps, even if you, um, you know, you're not sure or committed, but it, it helps you get used to taking care of a dog or a cat. So that's what yeah. I love about it, too. It's good. It's the first step. Like, you know, yeah. before I had my son or anything like that, I had I got one dog. <laughs> to start with start with one little dog and see how you get on. You know, it's good. To, yeah, it's good to be responsible for something else as well. Right. How many dogs are you taking care of right now? I have four dogs of my own. Right. Um, but I also have, um, I foster a little dog called Annie. I foster an Akita who's paralyzed called Artax. And then I foster uh, four old dogs and two, three younger ones. Oh, so Wow. The four old ones I took out of the shelter because I just couldn't bear to see them anymore living there, you know? Oh. And I, my, my intention always with the old, old dogs that are, you know, they look like they're, they're going to drop off the face of the earth any day. So then I take them out of the shelter and I think maybe they've only got so, such a length of time left. But then they have this like second wind in life because <laughs> they're so happy. Um, so I've got this 17-year-old dog right now called Eddie. And she, um, I didn't think she would last, really. Now she's like a puppy, you know. Aww. So now that's it. I've got them for more, a lot longer than I had planned. I love hearing that because it just shows how important um, working with animals and showing compassion is, you know, from, from seeing something that, you know, you think, oh, like, this dog is going to leave us soon to giving them this new, you know, life. And it's just, it's incredible. It is. It really is. And that's something we also, I consider very much so at the shelter is, you know, I'm a great believer in everything being internal and it, it manifests itself sick, physically mm. sick. Then I know that there's something there's something, you know, wrong. Right. I lost you there for a second. I can hear you. I got you. Um, yeah, sorry. All right. I think you're back. I know that there's something that, that they need to address inside. And a lot of the time they are genuinely depressed or, 
you know, traumatized or afraid. There's so many, some such a range of emotions that they can go through. You know, if you've just been abandoned That's by true. your owner, like how how are you going to feel? You know, if it's like having an orphan child or something. So, we also work with a lady called Anissa who comes and does a lot of holistic healing. She'll do um, ginseng, ginseng, yes. and reiki. She does work with the bachelor remedies and you know and it's incredible the stuff that she can um and she can really rehabilitate mentally um animals that are super scared and fearful and help them to sort of break through that out of their shell so yeah i mean that that's also a really important aspect of shelter that i personally wanted to be taken very seriously you know yeah um speaking of which so um, for people who want to get involved, maybe they can't adopt, maybe they can't foster, but they can volunteer their time. Um, you know, I know that you guys uh, are, are looking for photographer volunteers. You got a, a healer coming in. So basically anyone with a, you know, a skill can come in and volunteer. But what are you guys, uh, how, do, how do people you know, get involved in, in um, the shelter? Um, just, come, just, just come down. Really? Yeah. Visit the place, and you know, they like dogs. They like cats. You know, they don't. My screen froze. All right. Um, there it is. Sorry, I, I it paused again. Um, there's a whole list of things things that you could do. We even need need uh, like drivers people who can yeah. drive a manual van because we go out most nights to do T&R. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a whole, you could do social media, um, fundraising, um, uh, collections of donations. There's so many things. Just reach out on social media. That's the best way. And we'll guide, guide you through it. And, um, how do you guys sustain yourself as a shelter? Is it mostly relying on donations? Yeah, I mean, recently because, you know, the impact that COVID had also in shelter, you know, so there is a charity yeah. shop that's open um, every And that that makes a decent amount of post for a period of time, you know, so that was really difficult. Um, because we are, we have the rent to pay, we have the bills, we have the staff to pay, the food, um, the the operations and the vets' bills and everything. It's a lot. So a lot, yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, um, I would prefer that you know money raised for a specific operation or something before that goes ahead. Um, Hi. Can you hear me? Sorry. Um, um, yeah, so okay, there, you're, we're back, we're back. You know, everybody gives, everybody is able to give five BD, 10 BD, you know, and then if a hundred people do that, it's to them. But it's a big, somebody like that dog or cat or whatever can have, their life can be saved, you know? So a lot of public donation drives, um, and, um, We've I've been working his website for a time and to get 
uh, to have the integrated payment system where you can take a regular donation every month and you know all of these th things are are going um, but yeah you know obviously before COVID we would do a lot of events too concerts and boutique sales and and car boots and you know anything and everything really so that's that's had a big impact as well because by now we would have had like two boutique sales and they can make anything up to three bd you know so Amazing. um right now we're really really um to help the shelter really because it is the biggest shelter in the country um with absolutely not no or anything you know and we're building a new one at the same time which is like a complete you know from the ground building it since yeah. last January um, and then that's it it's like just little bit little bits here and there just keep keep it going keep it going you know but right now yeah. it's like ground to a halt but just genuinely cannot keep funding it and things you know so um but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like miracles, you know, when you ask, sometimes the, the universe pays us back in kind, so. Yeah. And can you tell me how people can donate? Is there a PayPal or um, benefit? PayPal. Is there like an IBAN people sent to? Yes, there's all the, I think they're all written up on the Instagram page. Benefit, okay. um, for local and if it's international there's paypal it's the the paypal is still from previously it's dogfatheranimalrail.com and um, but all of that information is up on the ig page and the facebook page as well so yeah if if, if we are for anybody to donate yeah go to at bahrain animal rescue center or the Facebook page. Um, Sandy, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, what would be the biggest, what would you want, you know, most for people to know? What's the biggest thing you want people to know about rescuing or the situation in, in Bahrain with strays? Oh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Um, okay, wait, we're back. I think just raising awareness there you know and it's 600 souls in a shelter um and not just the fact that we're you know obviously rescuing but we're rehoming locally and internationally we're completely immersed in a tnr program every day we're out catching three four dogs every you know to try and bring the population down because that's literally that's the root of everything you know that's that's it that's why they're getting run over by cars that's why puppies get diseases that's why all these kittens are being born and you know we have to just um stop the population from growing that's something yeah. that we do also um daily um i can hear you we're back. It's not, not, the, best, not the best connection. <laughs> I got you. Can hear you. Oh. Um, can anyone hear me? 
internet connection. Okay, I'm going to end this, guys, and uh, I'll be back with a new one so that we can uh, hear Sandy's last statements and then end it off. So, you know, tune in again in like one second. Hey, King Cans. <laughs> don't you just hate internet connection issues? I don't know what you're talking about. I love them. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back, guys. With, with Hi guys, welcome back to part two of the show. Um, so sorry about the internet connection, um, but thanks for joining again. Um, we're actually almost at the end of the show. I just wanted to hear what Sandy had to say about um, what she thinks is, the, is something that we all need to know in, um, about rescuing dogs and cats in Bahrain. Um, thanks guys for joining. I'm just waiting for Sandy to um come back and actually i'll try to request with her how is everyone sunday oh sunday it's saturday how's everyone saturday doing um what are you guys up to are you sitting at home um what are you guys watching on netflix i'm gonna give sandy a call so she could join us and um I hope you guys learned some interesting stuff about um, animal rescuing and if you if you can definitely donate or foster or adopt if you're working from home it'd be you know a great time to have a little cat and um, help the shelter in a way with, with like uh, capacity um, you know if you have some time to volunteer you could do that yay Sandy Tom joined there we go. And then again, if you guys have any questions, final questions. Hey, Sandy. So sorry about right. the internet connection. It's okay. Don't worry. I, my son is going to be yelling in the background. <laughs> That's all good. Um, anyway, so where we left off was what do you think the, the biggest thing the community needs to know uh, or like Bahrain needs to know about the rescue community and also like, um, you know, what's your biggest message for everyone? Um, just that, you know, if the community, the more the community helps Bark, the more Bark can help the community. And that, you know, I know that not every, it's not everybody's cup of tea. You know, I know that not everybody, some people are afraid of dogs, especially strays. Some people like, you know, are super courageous and are out there are out there every night catching them, you know. So what we really need to establish is just a real kind of community spirit, you know. Um, yeah. Um, the more that, that people are, are, are funding the operation, the more that we can basically solve the problems that exist here with the, you know, the massive population rise of um, stray dogs and cats, you know, the more resources we have, the more we can do. Um, and we want to help, you know, in every aspect of, of the animal rescue issues that are here. Um, so, you know, I think 5 BD, 10 BD a month or something like that, you know, it's, it's a little bit of out of your pocket. But it's significant if, you know, if half the country did that, Bark would be an absolute, you know, stellar 
or organization single-handedly solving all the issues you know yeah so i think the more the community can support the efforts of the shelter then the more we can give back to the community you know absolutely um well thanks so much for you know saying that and um i think that's that's great words for um actually to just one more question sandy before i let you go but how do you deal with um you know being surrounded by like heartbreaking stories and things like that like how how do you what's the what drives you to keep going you know on days where you know you just you can't handle it anymore because i know if i if i give up um i know it will have such a detrimental effect um you just have to be very strong you know i mean i've had to i have grown much stronger in the beginning you know when i first when the first puppy died of of distemper or i lost some cat to a disease or something you know i i would i was my heart would break for weeks but mm. you have to get to a point where you have to be super super strong um and just constantly think about what the, the end goal in sight is and for me that was always to build the new place but to build it so much better than the existing one to put all this structure in and to really make a massive difference to all the ongoing issues here when it comes to the you know the strays and everything um yeah. so yeah i mean that's it really you know i've had some absolutely devastating situations you know and and it absolutely will break your heart into a thousand pieces but you have to keep going because there's so many more out there that need you to be strong you know and to keep going so and i also i know a lot of people follow my lead and and if i give if i you know if i'm not strong for them then they might break too so i had stuff to be super strong um for the whole organization really and at some point i would like to think that i will you know leave it um and all the things that have been put in place will keep going and i can sort of just lean back and you know and and enjoy the the achievement um so yeah that's still there it's still in the distance that's that's really amazing i mean uh it's good advice too for anyone who's going through uh stress or anything to you know keep keep going you know be strong keep going and it'll make you stronger which i love absolutely and you know just believe believe that it's possible that's half the battle yeah you do you know i people are like how did the shelter the new place get built honestly i i i honestly couldn't tell you how but i know that i believe that it would and it's almost there now you know so that's a huge part of anything everything in life amazing it's yeah. cheesy like a disney movie but your belief system is what creates your thoughts So that's it. I've just always believed that we can change, you know, things for the better. Yeah. Manifesting, you know. I agree. Got it. Well, Sandy, thank you so much again. It was a pleasure to have you on and uh get a little bit more insights on your work at the Animal Rescue Center. And um I I urge everyone who's interested to follow them on Instagram at @bahrain animal rescue and um 
you know, try to try to, you know, help out and contribute however you can donate, foster, adopt, volunteer. And, um, you know, you can check out Sandy at Sandy underscore Tom. Thanks again for joining. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, hope you. everyone has a great day. Thanks, Sandy. Thank you very much for having me. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.